Yeah, that changed 1946 when they went from the 9-slot to the 7-slot, and they went from a small headlight to the larger, uh, what is it, your standard 7-inch headlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. they made it where they are, they, you cannot do it. 1946 is when it went away. Oh, that's a shame. I thought that was a great idea. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Nexen Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator, the Nexen Tire Rodian MTX at NexenTireUSA.com. Oh, and we have a, a Nexen giveaway, Nexen Tire uh, uh, Rodian MTX giveaway going on right now. And, uh, you know, we do not have a winner yet, so you guys should <gasps> uh, go and listen to our roundtable <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> go wow. and listen to our roundtable episode and get the information uh, to call in and win. It's, it, they're still available, people. Oh, man, you got to get yourself some tires. <laughs> Are you ready? It's the Jeep Dog Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's It's good for my soul. Chuck. Yeah, I don't think so. And Joey. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. I want to thank everybody for been doing the Pound Jeep Talk Show, uh, the hashtag Jeep Talk Show, uh, but I've got to ask you to do keep doing it. We're getting the word out, and things are, are really turning and churning here. And we got in the—I mean, we had our first uh, Jeep employee uh, on the show not uh, like about three weeks ago, and we're going to be having more in the future. So, uh, help us make the show a little more visible out there, so we can bring uh, more interesting things to you for the show. And I, I think that Jeep interview went very well. Uh, Jim was a great guy, and uh, I found out later on he was in charge of uh, Jeep North America, which I should have been nicer to him. I think. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get on that one. Oh, I know. Yeah. I would have, I would have put the hard questions out there. I'd oh, dear. <laughs> Josh, what are you doing? No, don't do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mute. Bleep. So, yeah, I was going to say bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> so I mentioned the, the next entire uh, Rodian giveaway, and uh, they're, they're actually doing ATX tires now, the uh, all-terrain tires, a brand new thing that uh, they came out with back in, I think, around June or so, if I remember the, the conversation correctly. And uh, that is available now for, you can get the MTXs or the ATXs if you are the giveaway winner. So uh, I <laughs> I personally would just much rather have the MTXs, but you maybe you're an AT fan. I mean, there's lots of people out there that are AT fan, fans, and now Nexon uh, Rodian uh, ATX is available for you guys. Now, we made a little modification to the website. I know so many people know never go to the website and you don't have any, any real good reason because you listen what? to the show. Yeah, I mean, I understand. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I never visit their website. Well, we just gave you a reason, especially if you're interested in our giveaways. Not only can you see the the number, the uh, total listens or downloads, which is almost 2 million, by the way. Brag, wow. brag, brag, brag. brag actually, actually we're going to hit door. we're going to hit 2 million within the next uh, about 20 days. Uh, based wow. on, say, we're going to hit it here in 2022. We're going to we're going to yep. break oh, yeah. that threshold in in 2022. So I'm really yeah. excited about that. Oh yeah. So uh, this is what Joe Rogan gets in a day. So anyway, but we're not complaining. Hey. <laughs> we're still doing years, great. Whatever. But they're on the website at jeeptalkshow.com. I know everybody's hearing slash contact, but no, at jeeptalkshow.com, you can actually go there and then the, at least on the uh, the desktop uh, or laptop uh, display in the upper left-hand corner, you'll see total number of listens. And just below that, it says giveaway calls yesterday. 
So it's not the current number of giveaway calls. It's the number of calls that we received the, the day prior. I think this is less likely to allow you to game the giveaway system, if you will. Uh, but it gives wow. you an idea about the activity. And I'm hoping that people will see this and go, why are they getting so many giveaway calls? You know, because they're not listening to every episode. Maybe they missed an episode. And, mm-hmm. you know, like for the next entire, they're still in play. So if you were to happen upon the site and saw that, 29 calls you go holy crap there's a lot of people calling the site what's going on that that must must be happening so it's just an encouragement and a a blatant way of us manipulating your emotions (laughs) so go to jeeptalkshow.com and you can keep up with not only the download numbers which i know you don't care anything about uh, but also too the number of giveaway calls and and don't freak out don't think that you've missed out on the next entires because uh, our guest, uh, Mike Hallmark from uh, HellwigProducts.com, uh, did a giveaway on his interview. So you're going to see a mixture of Nexon. Oh. People, people are moaning. <laughs> you're going to see oh a mixture of, of Nexon calls and Hellwig product uh, calls for that giveaway. So uh, don't think you've missed out. The best thing for you to do is always call in and try. It, it, you know, it's like they say, you can't, uh, you can't win if you don't enter. You can't enter if you don't win. Yep. Got to right. be in it to win it. That's right. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> I just want to say if this is the first time you've uh, listened to the Jeep Talk Show, we welcome you. It, it, if you came here expecting a podcast, well, we're going to provide you a show. I, I don't want to sound uppity here, but we do a lot of work here, and I think a lot more work than a lot of the other podcasts do out there. Do you know that there's tens of thousands of podcasts available? but only a few shows. We publish four episodes a week with entertainment and information about Jeeps. Oh, and we've been doing so for the last 11 years. We, oh, who's counting? We very much <laughs> hope you enjoy our show. So when you're telling people about the podcast, I think podcast has a connotation like, oh yeah, I listen to this podcast about Jeeps. And everybody in their head goes, Everybody's got a everybody's got a podcast these days. I mean, do you have any idea? There's like eighty thousand of them, uh, just on the the Lipson system that we that we publish our stuff on. And yeah, but, there's only like three or four Jeep podcasts, and and we're we're like top of the list. Yeah, well, we, we've we've uh, we've got grandfathered in because we've been doing it so damn long. No, oh, we have God. a good. We, well, there's there's we definitely shows have a good show. That have come and gone. They've done like three or four, maybe ten episodes. I think. There was one competitor. They got up to like 50, and then that was it. So. Uh, pod fade is real. It, it's a tough, <laughs> tough game. I mean, we almost had to shut the show down, you know, if the world, end of the world had happened, like, a, like know, the, Simpsons the Simpsons were predicting. You know, <laughs> that was last week. Predictions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this is a show. So tell people you listen to a great Jeep talk show. And Tony, I'd like to, to clarify. Sh- Tony, I'd like to clarify for the listeners. I don't work at all on this thing. It's just you guys. Tony and Josh and Wendy do all the work. I just show up. Well, yeah, I mean, it's here to look pretty. full disclosure, I don't really do much either. It's it's all Josh and Wendy. It's so. Josh, mostly. Let's be honest here. <laughs> oh, all right, Josh. Where's your uh, cat? You that's can, all my fault. You can, you, can, you can blame the cat for doing all the work. Exactly. <laughs> well, welcome to our little show, Jeeper. I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I've got a story about how a Jeep service receipt led to the suspect in a murder investigation. Yeah, that's some Scooby-Doo's type stuff right there. I've got a report about an event I think you may want to get behind as well, and I'm also going to ask you to do something for all Jeeper kind. So I'd you know, stick around for this one. It's kind of important. And later in the show, I've got a simple and easy way to add more light to the back of your Jeep when going in reverse. 
Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and on this episode, I tell you how a distraction could have been a disaster. Hmm. I'm Tony, and, and I'm adding more lights to the Jeep again, <laughs> it's a, but it's okay. But this time, it's to the Gladiator. Is there any possible way you could follow the show notes? I'm just asking. Yes, I know. It's clearly marked in color, by the way, folks. I'm just so excited so about the is, lights. I know, but yeah, poor Chuck, Chuck, he just stepped all over him. Yeah, this is Chuck, and it doesn't fucking matter. Continue. <laughs> Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's this week in Jeep, and this is why you always pay with cash and do your own work. Not that I'm trying to help you get away with a murder or anything, but <laughs> listen to this: a, a Jeep service receipt helped authorities track down a recent St. Louis murder suspect. Prosecutors have charged 30-year-old Christopher Vales with first-degree murder first-degree assault, and two counts of armed criminal action in connection with the investigation. Authorities arrested Vales on August 5th after he was accused in a man's shooting death several months prior. On March 10th, Vales reportedly fired shots at Jawan Wilson outside the mobile gas station in the 4000 block of Union Boulevard. According to the court documents which he dug up, Wilson was heading to the gas station to meet a relative for, get this, a little bit of marijuana. After Wilson arrived, investigators say Vales then showed up on the scene, fired shots from his vehicle. Surveillance video from the store shows that the suspect was driving a Jeep Wrangler when the shots were fired, quickly passing by and leaving the scene of the shooting. We call that a drive-by. While police investigated the case, they found a Jeep at a nearby home consistent with the one from surveillance video in the murder nearly three months prior, or I'm sorry, nearly three months after the shooting. A relative of Winston, uh, Wilson lived at that home and claimed to be the owner of the Jeep in question. Police later acquired a warrant to search the home of the Jeep, nonetheless, and found a receipt from a Dobbs Tire and Auto Center claiming that service work had been done to that Jeep just a few days before. Police then issued a warrant for more information relevant to that service. According to court documents from that, that then led officers to Vale's Facebook page that had several pictures of him and the Jeep. Authorities also reviewed phone records that revealed Vale's phone had pinged the nearest cellular tower to the Dobbs Service Center during the time mechanics worked on the vehicle. There was enough evidence to connect Christopher Vales to that particular Jeep matching the one in the surveillance footage. Investigators have not yet disclosed a motive in the shooting, and it will have to be proven that he was either driving that Jeep or firing the gun at the time of the shooting in order for a conviction to stick. For now, however, Vales is being held in the St. Louis County Jail without bond. He will have his day in court. The first hearing in this case is scheduled for October 18th. Kind of a weird what do you guys story. think? It was, it was kind yeah. of a weird story. Like I was trying to figure out... What's the motive here, and how did they connect it, and why, you know? And why, I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe this was a drug deal gone wrong. Mm. I, I'm not entirely certain. Maybe, Maybe there was some prior connection. From everything that I can read, there's nothing that indicates either of these people knew each other or didn't know each other. So okay. these people could have been neighbors. They could have mm -hmm. been regular dealer. You know, one is buying drugs from the other one on a regular basis. Who knows? It could have just been a, a crime of opportunity for that matter. Uh, saw somebody that was wearing, uh, you know, colors from a different team or something, and so he decided to pop a few into him. Uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of details that aren't covered in this, in, in the court documents, or any anything else that I could dig up on this. But nonetheless, it is kind of a weird incident that, okay, so this guy's connected to this Jeep. The police surely went out of their way to connect him to that Jeep, and really the only thing that is connecting him to this murder is that Jeep and his connection to it. So whether or not they can actually prove that he was the one firing that weapon or even driving that Jeep is probably going to be the, the crux to whether or not he's going to get uh, uh, convicted of this at all. 
Hmm. Yeah, I, the only thing I can see out of this, Josh, for sure and for certain, is that uh, Facebook is crap. If, <laughs> if he didn't have Facebook, he'd be free. But Indeed. because he's got that stupid-ass Facebook social media bullshit, the poor <laughs> guy is probably going to go to prison. Well, that I mean, sucks. you could you can do Facebook, just don't do crimes. I think is is uh, the well. Uh, you're asking the lesson, the lesson here for the kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought the lesson that Josh was trying to say is social media is terrible. It can be is absolutely. Not, well, I thought that I, Josh I went for I think the first eight or nine years of this show's history without any any social media. <laughs> it's like I just I really don't. <laughs> Well, this came in just the nick of time, folks. It's time once again for the annual Cops Connecting with Kids fundraiser. Speaking of uh, police and all of that, this is actually kind of on a positive note. The event features hundreds of people driving their Jeeps from Evansville to Indiana, uh, Evansville, Indiana, rather, to Henderson, Kentucky. Participants will gather Saturday morning, that's actually this coming Saturday morning, at North High School for the annual Back the Blue Jeep Rally. The event is a chance for local supporters of law enforcement to donate money to an organization that helps area youth. The money raised supports the Cops Connecting with Kids program that sends some area students to spend a week with police officers at Disney World in Florida. Founded in Evansville, Indiana in 2014, Cops Connecting with Kids is a registered 501c3 that uses the joy and fun of Walt Disney World to build trust and understanding between law enforcement and youth. As of June 2021, over 330 different kids have experienced the Disney magic. Registration for this year's event starts at 9 o'clock a.m. on October 1st at North High before driving to Autobahn Chrysler in Henderson at 11.30 for a celebration event. If you're hearing this after the fact and would still like to learn more about the organization or how you could possibly help them out, we'll have a link for you in the show notes for this episode at JeepTalkShow.com. That's pretty cool. What a great organization. Absolutely. Anytime you yeah. can get some cops in front of the kids, maybe possibly, you know, prevent some of these kids from becoming street kids or gang members or getting into that kind of trouble and instilling sort of respect for police on, uh, you know, at a young age, I think is just an absolute honorable, uh, uh, you know, a, a task or, or goal to achieve. And these guys have been doing it for, for many, many years now, and, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. They keep getting more and more support. Uh, at this event, they're going to have inflatables, a petting zoo, food trucks, even a Jeep obstacle course as well, <gasps> live music. I mean, it's going to be a heck of a good time. So, wow. uh, and, and, and obviously, lots of really cool Jeeps as well. I mean, that's you, you, you had me a Jeep, honestly. So, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, you know, if, if you're listening to this, it's months after the fact. Go check them out. We have a link for you uh, to at least go check out their Facebook page. You can see how you can get in touch with them and possibly even help support a good cause. Well, my research for this show uh, consists of hours of sifting, sifting through headlines, validating stories, and digging to find the best picks associated with the story, all to provide you, the Jeeper, listening to this with great content relative to what's going on in the Jeep world. This week, however, had me shaking my head over <laughs> what I saw. Search after search, different search engines even, the results were the same. First page search results for Jeep News shows multiple casualties populating the first page. Every other headline involves a Jeeper dying in one kind of a crash or another, or a Jeeper killing somebody in either a vehicular accident or worse. In the last month alone, I've counted no less than seven headlines involving a Jeeper running somebody over, one involving a baby stroller even. Thankfully, the child suffered only minor injuries in that incident, but still. So in that light, I, I kind of feel obligated to, to use the Jeep Talk Show platform, this platform, to provide a public service announcement. 
The Jeep Talk Show reaches tens of thousands of people all across the U.S. and beyond each and every week. So if I can get even a fraction of 1% of you to listen to me, then we just might be able to reduce the number of these headlines and the deaths associated with them. So I urge you, please, pay attention to the road and your surroundings. Be vigilant. Put your head on a swivel. And for F's sake, put your effing phone on silent when you get into the Jeep. Turn your alerts off. You don't need to see that Jackie2003 in Bumfart, Wyoming just liked your post about oatmeal for lunch. And you certainly don't need to watch how-to videos while driving. Learn how to diagnose your check engine light in the driveway, not the freeway. You can catch up with social media, text, and anything else when you get to where you're going. It's just not worth it. Now, I know there's nothing that you can do about acts of God like that tree that fell over killing a Kingsport, Tennessee woman in a recent storm that they had. But what you can do is increase your awareness and maybe, just maybe, with your help, we can see a change in the trend of these headlines lately. Woohoo, I support that 100%. Josh, I, I get what you're saying, but I just want to tell you that bum fart, uh, that only, that is not good for our homeless population or the methane challenged. So we apologize from the Jeep Talk Show. Yeah. Send your hate mail to Wyoming. Josh at JeepTalkShow.com. <laughs> Call into the show and tell Josh how wrong he is. Please. Wait a minute. He Wait, he has an extension now, doesn't he? What extension is yeah. he? Two, three. Uh, Josh doesn't. He's never signed up, so he doesn't have no uh, time for you, social you media or me. phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it through my people. And in the meantime, if you've got a news tip or response to any one of our stories here on the show, uh, whether it's this episode or another, please make sure to let us know what you have to say. You can do it by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com/contact to find all the different ways that you can interact with the show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Hey, do you even know about the 4x4 Radio Network? I know it sounds all official and big and everything like that. Well, we're a part of it, and so are a bunch of other great off-road podcasts. If you're into the off-road audio, the off-roading podcast, that sort of stuff, and I bet you have some friends there too, tell them about the 4x4 Radio Network. There's the On the Trail podcast. There's the Stenner Steer podcast. The 4x4 podcast. Trail Chasers. Even the Jeep Talk Show is there. Lots of great off-road shows. It's all for free. It's all in one place. Head to the number 4, the letter X, the number 4, and RadioNetwork.com. That's 4x4, RadioNetwork.com. We'll see you there. Perhaps it was my tender age at the time that Star Wars came out, but I always wanted R2 to be my friend. I thought he would make a good friend, a little robot following me around. Little, oh yeah, little pop up trash can too. That'd be really cool. Yeah. But he can't get into into lifted vehicles, so there, there's no. going to be a problem. There, they but know. they later put uh, little thrusters on the side so he could fly. Did <laughs> you see that? Why? <laughs> yes. It was the same problem for the Daleks on uh, Doctor Who. Oh, <laughs> give me the give me the nerd thing, Josh. <laughs> you sure <laughs> are a nerd. <laughs> Uh, that I don't. That should be on the board. I bet you it is. You I just don't have time to find to it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, here it is. Oh, that wasn't it. No, that's the wrong one. It's <laughs> oh, too early. Oh, Tony. oh, it's coming up though. It's too early. Dang it! November, it. December. Yes. No, if I am ever allowed in your house, I'm going to <laughs> find a way gonna, to delete that you, damn. You're gonna it. you're gonna get to the guns and then stand and drool. You won't ever and get then. to the screens. <laughs> He's already set up distractions for me. <laughs> oh man. There's no guns here, by the way. No, not at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Boating <laughs> accident, I thought I heard, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. got to buy a boat. ATX is the way to go.
So, uh, I just want to let you guys know, we now have a new number. Actually, we have two new numbers to call into the show. We have a voicemail line, and we have a giveaway line. It's the it's a only a number only for the giveaways. And this gentleman missed his chance oh, no. <laughs> on a giveaway. He called, he called the wrong number? Because he called the voicemail line. And, oh, and, and I'm not making man. fun of him. I just want to use him to showcase this for the rest of you. So you need to go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and look and see what our new numbers are. They're, oh. they're separated. They're not even next to each other. So uh, there's the voicemail line and there's the giveaway line. So make sure that when you're calling in for one of our many repeating giveaways, especially these next entire giveaways, which is which they're going to be repeating uh, into, into next year. Uh, that you call the right number. You don't want to miss your opportunity. This guy's probably like yelling at his phone or radio right now. <laughs> right now. Damn it, I did call the right number. You probably just switched it at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, just because you're playing that doesn't mean it was on the wrong number. I have the evidence, damn it. <laughs> oh, God, who is it? Oh, it's Wendy. Oh. I'm back. I am yes. back. So are you, do you have a, a pillow uh, tied to your butt from all that riding Jeez. on the uh, motorcycle? 8,200 8, miles, 21 <laughs> days, 16 states. <laughs> oh, Incredible. Yeah. And nothing but it was to show fun. for it but a different gait to your walk. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> you are so right, Josh. What? Where's the noob? Noob. 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 Hey, noobie. Newbie. Noob Nugget. It's time for Newbie Nuggets. Well, have you ever been distracted to the point you leave something on the trail? Or worse yet, you leave something <laughs> open on your Jeep? Well, we were pre-running a trail for an event coming up, and Bill and I were airing down Don's Jeep, and it started to rain as I got out to air down system out of the back of our Jeep to help. And I closed the window and tailgate, but left the tire carrier open since all the equipment was going to go back in the Jeep. Well, long story short, the rain started dumping and then hailing. We were both soaked through our jackets and shoes within a few seconds. It was raining so hard. Plus the lightning and simultaneous thunder. I jumped back in the Jeep. <laughs> There's no sense the two of us getting soaked. <laughs> I like the <laughs> so, thought process isn't on that Isn't that one. great? Yeah. So <laughs> Bill finished airing down and he put the equipment in the back of Don's Jeep and away we went. As we started out a few hundred feet, I heard over the radio, you left the tire carrier open. Oh, man, I was so surprised I had done that. We always double-check before we take off. However, the rain was such a distraction and, quite frankly, an oddity out here in Southern California that I completely forgot to check everything. Plus, we didn't put the equipment back in our Jeep. It went in the back of Don's Jeep. So, as a reminder, don't let distractions of any kind, like dogs, kids, or rain or hail, keep you from making sure your equipment, Jeep, and anything else is put away correctly. Luckily for us, we only went a short distance and the carrier is fine, but anyone can get distracted on the trail, especially when things get hectic. And by the way, the wheeling was awesome. We haven't wheeled in running, gushing water on trails and overflowing the sides of the trails like that in a long time. There were huge water-filled holes, I'm going to call them mini lakes, by the way, that we couldn't avoid and had to drive through them. So the mud got everywhere and the cleanup was harsh. But all in all, it was a great day. So guys, have you ever done something like this and forgot to close or put something away in your Jeep? Yeah, Wendy. Actually, the same exact thing happened to me on Saturday. I was getting ready to take my wife out camping. And you know, I hadn't done that in quite a long time and went to go move the Jeep and heard a giant bang. And oh, it was my no. spare tire carrier. Oh, 
swinging shut. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of get like I know it's it's kind of a bad going. feeling though. You know when it's sitting there hanging out yeah. there. Yeah, I I'm glad I just didn't back into anything and then rip it off the side of the jeep or whatever or the back you know but i, I was just i just backed up and it just swang and hit i was like oh you're an idiot just nice. it and kept going that's all you can do <laughs> how about you josh yeah there's a uh, there's a, a spot called high plains and or north plains sorry uh that uh that we pull into typically if uh, if i'm heading out to a specific uh wheeling destination in the morning i i Pop in through this town really quick to uh, to you know get some drive-through breakfast uh, typically, um, and uh, and maybe even some last-minute fuel, maybe some snacks, you know something like that. Uh, it's kind of uh, that that here's your last chance to get some provisions before you mm. hit the wilderness and start climbing the mountain to get up to your wheeling destination. So um, we're in this uh, parking lot, and um, I get out of the you know the jeeps running. Every there's like five or six jeeps all kind of stopped. So there's some people going in to get some food. There's some people that are doing some last minute you know checking and stuff like that. I'm securing a load up on my roof rack and, and whatnot, and um, I'm stepping up on the on the jeep, and I, I close the door or whatever, and uh, then I realize, oh, the jeep's running. The keys are in the jeep. <laughs> oh no! Crap. Somehow, I in my fiddling around, you know, climbing around the the door and the you know getting on the roof rack and everything, I I hit the lock button. Oh and no! And the door's locked. Uh, so here here I am in this parking lot. Um, <laughs> the Jeep is running, and the keys are in it, locked. No. No, and and so it's like, oh geez, what I do have, thankfully, is a sunroof that was open. I, it was a '99 oh, Cherokee XJ. Thank goodness. So I I've got a sunroof on it. One of the most rarest options on, on a Jeep. And in fact, it wasn't a factory option. It was a dealership option, but I digress. Um, the, the, I had it cracked, just slightly vented, if you will. Uh, there was enough room that I was able to pull off somebody's antenna off of their Jeep. And, oh, gosh. and, and, and snake it? that with, in through with permission? the window. <laughs> that's, a, that's another story. That's uh, a whole other story. It, <laughs> Snake it in through the through the open you know sunroof oh. vent and, and get to the get to the button. Now now mind you, that's still about a four foot travel, and, right. and there's you know you've got no tension on that uh -huh. antenna whatever, and so you're stabbing <laughs> this button trying to get enough pressure on it to actually engage the switch, and and finally after you know a million attempts, it finally caught, opened up the lock, and, and I was able to get back in the jeep. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, so there has Lucky. been times where yeah. I've got a few stories that you know, stuff out on the trail. There's a camera that ended up going missing at one point in time because I walked away from my Jeep with the windows down. I mean, there's, yeah. there's just all. Oh. You know, Josh, you almost to the the nth degree uh, explained my first sexual experience with that uh, antenna thing. <laughs> so you were using somebody else's antenna without That's permission. Not quite. I wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole, but yeah. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the distraction I was talking about, folks. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, but it'll it, work. This, this kind of stuff is, is happening. You know, airing down. It happens. Uh, yeah. Somebody has locked their locked their keys in, in their Jeep while airing down yeah. and, and stuff. I mean, this this kind of stuff sort of you know happens all the time. So yeah, it's a good good uh, you know lesson a point to bring up to you know pay attention to your your surroundings, what's going on, and and just you know kind of just be aware of that mindfulness of, of you know where's my keys where's my stuff and and what what, what kind of condition is the jeep in right now is the door still yeah. open or what's going on well it's also not assuming like we did you know here's this pouring rain i mean the hail was hitting so hard it was 
it was easy to forget what you should be no, doing, honestly. Self-preservation, so. self-preservation well, yeah. <laughs> was kicking in. And you want to get out of that California acid rain as fast as you possibly could. So. <laughs> yes, you, you are right about that. <laughs> well, it's, a, a, it's the electric rain uh, is what they have. Yeah, there. that's what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. and you're 6,000 feet up and there's oh, lightning God. happening and you're in a metal vehicle. And it was lightning. Pull the golf club up in the air. What's the yeah. worst that could happen? Yeah. Here, here honey, <laughs> you stand up. Draw some yeah. fire while I'm while I run across. Exactly. <laughs> You're a little taller than I am. I'm going to go sit in the Jeep. Thank you very much. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. It was fun to wheel. I wouldn't probably have left the house knowing that it was pouring like that to go wheel. But the fact that we were there and had to yeah, do the pre-run, you don't it was know good. what kind of adventures you're going to have going, <laughs> going outside. I mean, you do not even off-roading. So yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So was this hey, like a flash thunderstorm or something? I and mean, was this because yes. I mean, ordinarily we we talked about you know sort of being prepared, knowing what the weather is yes, going to be doing, correct. And, and that sort of stuff here on the show before. Um, I would imagine nothing. that that you guys knew what the weather was going to be like, and this caught you by surprise. No, no, we we looked at the weather. There was no indication of any rain. In fact, one of the pictures I have on the show notes has like a blue sky. It's pouring rain where we're at, but it's blue sky just beyond. So it was a kind of a weird monsoonal effect, if you will. Clouds came in, all got together, created this huge black cloud, boom, dumped. Lots of lightning, lots of thunder. And I'm telling you, the roads were soaked like I've never seen them. So it was just a weird thing. I haven't seen this in a number of years here in Southeast Texas, but uh, it is not unusual for summertime with the heating and stuff. To mm-hmm. get these very heavy, very small thunderstorms, uh, and it it actually is a good relief for the day. And there's that smell that comes with all the lightning strikes yes. and the the rain on the hot surfaces and stuff. It's just a really cool smell. Yeah, it's nice. the The really good thing was there was no dust on the dirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that, yeah. that was fabulous. Well, but there was, point, but it was uh, now uh, mud. It, it's so. mud. Yeah, it's so kind of Wendy, interesting. Real, real quick yeah. with. With um, that that area, very rocky terrain, um, you know, loose topsoil, that kind of thing. You know, was there a, a risk of washouts? Does that happen often up in that area? It was definitely something we were thinking about because obviously we're in mountains and there was all this water that would come down from one side, yeah. cross the road, and then, you know, swish off to the other side. It was definitely there, but I don't think that we haven't had any areas where we wheel that have had recent fires or any issues so we yeah. were okay to go ahead and go because both of us kind of looked we had two jeeps which is good but it was kind of like are we really making the right decision here but we needed to do it and it worked out fine but it was something we had to think about trust me because it's like wait don't cross and how deep is the water and you know mm-hmm. but we know the trail well enough we knew there wasn't any major pitfalls so so you need to know one of those Mark V Speed Racer uh, steering wheels with a button that puts down the spikes that ties yes. your Jeep down to the road. <laughs> <laughs> Little shovel in the front to push the water out. Yeah, that's and, and Chim Chim in, in the, the trunk. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, monkeys. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to also give a shout out, you guys. We also have the Jeep Talk Show event here in Southern California coming up October 15th and 16th. I talked about it uh, before I went on my trip. We're running three Black Diamond trails over the two days. Plus, you get to meet and wheel with some of the hosts and Zoom people. Um, we also have a dinner plan for Saturday night. Thank you to Scott and Becky. Um, and you guys have heard about her story, so you'll get to meet her. Um, if you want to join us, you got to go to jeeptalkshow.com, look for episode 666, and fill out the entry form because we are limiting the Jeeps for this event, so you need to sign up soon. Um, the deadline I'm going to put is October 6th so that we can get the food figured out for everybody. So there's still some spots open if you want to check that out, but it should be a really fun event. So 
Uh, Wendy, do, do, do you mind if I give them the uh, the, the form uh, website no. information? No, so please. I, I looked it up really quick. I wasn't sure if you had it or not, but uh, you could always go to episode 666 and get it. But uh, G- And there's no connection between this event and the 666. It's going to be a yes, good event. It'll be a you. safe event. Yeah. Although that flood <laughs> could have been because of that, but I'm, I'm, nah, I'm digressing. <laughs> so jeeptalkshow.com slash JTS event big bear. No spaces, oh, no dashes, cool. no none of that stuff. JTS event big bear. So like go over you. there and sign up. Do you know where we are on that, uh, Wendy? I mean, I know it was a limited number of uh, jeeps that were uh, welcome to come out. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, up you're to not prepared. Eleven. For that. I'm up to eleven jeeps right now. Wow, that's really good. What was the cutoff? Or are you just just not going to call some people back? Is that how you're going to handle it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm gonna hold the number back just in case because you know we might be at a number and I let one more no, in. Or, no, that's fine. Know. No, we do the yeah. same thing with our giveaways. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be great. It's gonna be fun. Oh, um, beautiful, I've, I've had, beautiful country. Yeah, I've had some people, actual listeners that I've not met before, that have already said they're gonna come. So I'm excited about that. And then there are other people that you guys will know. So, oh, and, be fun. and I'll mention something that I probably should just tell you off air, but uh, what the hell. Uh, so, my wife is working on the box with all the stuff uh, that we're sending you, the, the, oh. the stickers, your business Yay, cards. The box. And, I can't uh, wait for my box. Do you, do you know about the new fancy uh, Jeep Talk Show electronic business card where people can scan it with their phone? Ooh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, you're going to be getting one of those too. It'll take thank uh, you. It'll take you uh, take them to your uh, your website information and then get your your information, your specific Perfect. information. Yeah, I like it. Just don't like just it. remember not to give that one away. No, not going to do that. <laughs> that one's laminated. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's going to be a great event. Hopefully, you can do it. But make sure if you're interested, you got to get yourself signed up so yep. that we can get you get the information to you that you need to get here so you can't just show up and expect a wheel because you won't be able to find them because it's not being published (laughs) they're not even going to know what we're wheeling and how we're doing it either so you can't you can't show up at their trailhead sorry not going to happen all right well do you have a topic or a suggestion for newbie nuggets i'd sure like to hear from you so you can also find us on the youtube at trails 411 we have lots of great content with trips tips tricks and techniques don't eat josh wendy chuck I was just on the Discord this afternoon, and I saw Chuck loading up his old Jeep to take him and his dog and go camping. I just wanted to tell him how great it was to see him out there overlanding like that. All right. Talk to you all later. I love it when Tony Pellegrino calls in. That's just really cool. The <laughs> Jen Wright president. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> it sounds just like him. <laughs> Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. So I'm going to turn this over to the man that hates plastic Jeeps and that now knows more (laughs) about gladiators than anybody uh, ever alive other than perhaps the engineers. Chuck, take it away. Uh, <laughs> what? No. Uh. Chuck's new here. Uh, go for it, Tony. Talk, talk. And I, I defer Tony to the, the honorable congressman from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Chuck. So Chuck's nope. gonna be Chuck's gonna be getting a gladiator soon. I know it may be a wrecked one, but he's gonna get one. So yeah. you wait and see. 
He's he's hot for it. No, no. <laughs> no, Tony, you're adding more lights to a Jeep. But what? Did, no, it's what, a it's a rumor. You- it's a rumor that uh, is not true. <laughs> so uh, I recently uh, I recently saw a post by uh, Bill on uh, the Discord server, which you can get an invite to by going over to jeeptalkshow.com/slash/contact and join us there. It's a lot of fun. Bill switched from the Lux Rock Lights to the KC Highlights Cyclo- uh, yeah, Cyclone version 2 uh, rock lights. And he was saying that they're so much brighter than the Lux lights. Now, I had been looking for something. I wanted to get some side lighting off of uh, the front of the Jeep. You know, we, we put a lot of light pointing forward, but often that means that the lights to the, or the, the visi- visibility of the sides isn't very, very good, especially when those lights are on and they're so bright. I thought this would be a great opportunity with the Motobelt Crusher Series front bumper with bull bar. Uh, it's a stubby bumper, and it has these places that on the sides that look really unfinished. And thought this would be a great place to hide a couple of flat LEDs and give me a lot of light out to the side. Great for night wheeling. I've, I've really uh, been a lot interest, more interested in night wheeling since uh, the uh, the Jeep Talk Show event. Uh, Josh, you were in that. You thought that was really neat. I mean, it wasn't your first time going night wheeling, but just going yeah. down that uh, that trench, like we were going down the the groove of the Death Star, uh, a lot bumpier than it was for the, uh, <laughs> the X-Wings, but uh, going down that groove and all that lighting, and there was a lot of people out there with uh, uh, the rock lights, and I thought it was a great idea. And actually, the better idea for lighting than the, the light bars and everything that points forward, because you're blinding somebody. Right. Uh, I was going to say, unless, unless you're uh, running point, uh, there's really no point. There's no point in having light bars, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's good for other things, but not necessarily night wheeling. So anyway, I thought, well, this will be really good. These things are very flat. Uh, they'll go in that spot, and they'll be hidden from the front. And also, too, whenever they're on, you won't see the light from the front. It'll just be out to the sides. So what I did was I got the KC Highlights uh, Cyclone Version 2. Now, they seem a bit pricey to me, at least at first, uh, at $30.99 a piece. And that's, and that's a lot of money for a piece. Uh, but the clear lens... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Wendy has left the building. Uh, clear <laughs> lens, flood pattern. Flood was important. Uh, 600 lumens. And the cool thing is it pulls 0.42 amps, so less than half an amp. Wow. And and I thought that was really good, very important, because, you know, the overall draw on all your lights, especially when you have them on, you want to make sure that, you know, something's not going to cook down or the battery's not going to discharge. And, and, you know, I forgot to look this up. Uh, Josh, you know what this stuff is. IP rating, IP68. Is that, uh, is that good to like a thousand yeah, it's feet? Just your, <laughs> it's just your, you know, your dust and water intrusion uh, limit. I, and I forgot, you know, the difference between 68, 67, 69, you know, all, all that. I, I, I forgot what the difference is. Okay, okay. Are. I thought you might remember you know, off the top of your head. The micron, the micron level yeah. of dust could get in or, or the amount of, you know, how dep- uh, deep of water you can submerge them in, but... I mean, for, for uh, you know, something that's mounted on a Jeep, uh, unless you're training, planning on turning that thing to a submarine, I think you're okay. Yeah, well, I mean, if it, I mean, the battery's going to last a while if you, if you go into the deep water. So, uh, <laughs> it'd be funny, a, a tax submarine. What the hell's that like? Um, so, uh, the, you know, and I noticed they actually have some mounts for these things. Now, the, these things are circular. They have a hole in the middle, so they're designed to be able just to put a bolt in right in the middle of them and, yeah. they, and attach them or attach a magnet to it, and you can just uh, use a magnet to attach these things. Magnets scare the hell out of me, especially for anything that costs $30.99. But Bill says it works great, and, and I, mm. I know Bill knows what he's doing. 
So they have a couple of mounts that you can uh, purchase with these lights. Now, one is a surface mount, and another one is a, well, I guess they're both surface mounts, but one actually goes into like a, uh, like if you want to recess it. Now, obviously, I didn't want to go to all that difficulty with the, the, the bumper, so I got one of these surface mounts, and it, it's kind of metallic. I thought it was just going to be a piece of plastic, but it, it, it has a, uh, a rubbery coating, but it's very, it's, you can definitely tell by the weight and stuff that it, it's, uh, it has a metal to it. And it has little fins there that are, uh, would be great for uh, heat dissipation on these, uh, these LED lights. Now, I don't think these things get really hot, but anything that helps out on the hot trail, uh, I'm good with. So uh, I got these things, and on the, the Motobilt Crusher Series front bumper, there's those areas that I was talking about where it's a perfect place where they fit great there. We'll have these pictures in the show notes, but the host can see the pictures that I put into the show notes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it worked out really, really cool. So I'm curious where you're plugging in the light, and do you have, did you have to make a separate switch on your dash to turn them on, or are they turned on when you touch them? I mean, well, it, ignition, it, yeah, <laughs> you got to get out and touch them like the capacitive touch. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I just thought that. it was funny. It'd be funny. How does like, it work? It was funny. Push I go on, out there. Yeah, light. yeah, go out there. Yeah, Hang, honey, could you get the one on your side? But uh, right. no, not making fun of you. I just thought it was funny. No, that would be a good. cool it's way. Good. It would be. <laughs> but uh, so I was going to mount the one on the, the driver's side, and I saw a plug sitting there. And I went, well, what the hell is that? And I went, oh, that was for the driving lights on the factory bumper. So oh. guess what I did? Oh. <laughs> I hooked May him up. I offer a suggestion? No. Okay. But thank you for asking. <laughs> I, well, now I want to hear the suggestion. Come all on. right, all right. All right. <laughs> well, you, uh, first off, you're using these improperly. Um, <laughs> the, the, you're 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 aiming them outwards instead of the the way that they were intended to be to be used. So if you're if you're going to leave them this way and leave them wired up that way, that that your prerogative. However, what I would suggest is doing like what Ford did in 1989 with the first generation Taurus. And, and hook these things up so that they come on using a relay in your turn signal switch so that they come on with your with your turn signal. So if you turn oh. left, the left one will come on. Since all you're doing is illuminating outward and you're not really illuminating anything on the ground per se. I mean, yeah, you're going to get some cast lumens that are going to shed some light on the ground a little bit. But for all intents and purposes, m- the majority of the light is going outwards away from the Jeep. That was what, uh, That's what I started with because I wanted side lighting. I wanted and, it to, and, to illuminate the sides, not the ground, right. but the sides. So you so picked up you on know, that exactly, because that's what I wanted to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, you know, I mean, if you're trying to illuminate the side of the hill that you're driving next to, I mean, that, that, that there's that's no great, hills in Texas. There is very tall buildings, though. No, there's not. <laughs> so this, this is going to serve, uh, the primary purpose is going to be to blind the person next to you in traffic. I, <laughs> there I, you go. Much the only, the only well, justification when you're, I could see for, for mounting and wiring these things the way that you well, did. I'm glad you brought this up because this is something I started with that maybe the listeners didn't get either. When you're off-road, all the light goes forward. So what I wanted to do was have some side lighting to help illuminate the sides because that way you can see the trail better. It's not necessarily on-road. It's for off-road. It's, but it's, just it's remember, for, for Josh, he's, he's not going over major rocks, which the lights will be pointed down for that. Yeah, and, so. and the, the rock lights are coming. This is just something of the first project that I was doing to get this side lighting that I wanted to do. And, and But this is interesting because in the roundtable episode, I, I was asking them about, uh, you know, what is the purpose of putting a, a rock light over the top dead center of your tire? Because oh, that's you not where you... That. Well, that's you don't not do where that. You, 
Well, that's whatever I see on everybody, and uh, the because it does not give you the light where you need no, it. No, that's not where it's supposed yeah, it, to it's, be. So yeah, this I've actually, actually the, because this is a floodlight, I actually get light on the ground in front of the tire. So oh, it's, because it's, it's kinda, so bright. Yeah, and and uh, it so it actually has a dual purpose. And back to your point, Josh, it is going to give some light in the front. I think I I may put a uh, if I can find a good spot for it, I may put a single. Uh, one of these uh, under the bumper, but not not where it would get caught on rocks or anything, mm-hmm. just so I can get that area right, right there between those two lights on the ground. But that'll be part of the 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 actual rock lights that I'm going to be setting up. It, it, it's funny you you uh, you've brought this up. There's actually something that I've been, I've been working on for uh, a tech talk segment here over the last couple of weeks. Something oh, that cool. I've been writing, and I, I'm, I'm showing I'm sharing this image with you guys in in uh, in our in our chat. Um, so you can see this. It's actually about rock light placement, oh, location, and wonderful. And everything. This is like and we know what we're doing. We're planning things. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got I've got this whole I've got this whole segment. It's it's about eighty uh, percent written. I think I've still got some more stuff that I'm I'm trying to add to this. But I mean, you've broken like half the cardinal rules that I've, I've written. So. Well, I haven't even got to the scotch tape use yet. I love so. it. Oh gosh. <laughs> Here we go. Well, that's the great yeah. thing. That's the great thing about doing these things is that you can, I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and at least in my area, it works out really, really good. I don't have any problems with this stuff. It's almost like I know what I'm doing. Almost. Not quite, but almost. Yeah. Yeah. Pay for effort. And, and, and the good thing is, is that I really don't care because <laughs> I want to do it the way I want to do it. Well, and it's, you know what, these pictures are kind of cool only because you're showing us how you sort of hit it you can't yeah. really see it i don't think you're going to get knocked off if you were in the rocks but that was another concern it's um, interesting yeah, yeah i mean anything could happen and, and it really is only uh, 31 dollars but uh but still it, it, it's worked out really well so far i just got them installed and on yesterday but i'm thinking about swapping that uh, connection uh, so instead of having the aux switch panel which i didn't mention before because that's where i was okay. going to hook it up was the oh, okay. auxiliary switch panel right uh, instead of having uh those on uh, the auxiliary switch panel i went with the the dash mounted one for the the driving lights mm-hmm. i think i'm going to put the uh the uh, the actual lights that i put in uh, added to the bumper for the driving lights okay and then move these to uh the the aux panel and then that way i'll actually have a couple of buttons that i can press for the the off uh, the rock lights because uh, I want, I don't want them all on at the same time. Because I can see there's situations where I'd like to have the side lights on and not the rock lights. But then again, mm-hmm. if I'm trying to change lanes on I-10 and nobody lets me in, I can just turn them all on. Just turn them on. Oh, Move what the over. hell? Oh, Damn it, I'm coming over. Oh, and the other thing I, I forgot to mention: you can change the lenses on these things. So if you want to change it to yellow, for example, uh, or red or blue, I think all those oh, colors God. are available. Here comes red. <laughs> I believe I the, me. I saw the red on the KC Highlights website uh, yeah. for the the Cyclone kit. Now their kit comes with uh, it's eighty nine dollars, ninety bucks basically, uh, and it comes with two lights and the wiring harness and everything. I'm not uh, I'm not interested not, in the wiring harness. I'm going to do my no. own thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean for most people that'll probably work out, especially yes. if you you have wire. Uh, you know around you've got a you've got a stock but you know most people would have to go out and go buy wire and so you know Mm -hmm. at that point you you know adding up your nickels and dimes and and see where you where you end up but uh this might save you money uh getting a a plug and play wiring kit for the most part Mm -hmm. uh well but it doesn't but it has a switch and stuff on it and if you've got an auxiliary switch panel in your gladiator or jl that you you know it comes with the gladiator i'm sorry it comes with a rubicon but i had mine added for the 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 gladiator 
uh, sport model, then it, it's kind of like, why do I need this switch? I'm going to throw the switch away and wire doesn't cost that much and split loom doesn't cost that much. Uh, and you can customize your, your installation instead of going by the way uh, uh, KC designed it. So, but the, back to the point of what I'm saying here is, is that the, uh, I think the six, uh, six LED light kit with the wiring harness was like over $300, like $310. Yeah, but that's, that's their rock light kit. Those are different uh, emitters than what these are. I don't think so. It's all Cyclone, uh, Cyclone V2. But anyway, at least, at least what I'm what I'm seeing, their C C series multicolor, multi-use LED six light system, five watt oh, flood. Oh, maybe maybe I missed that. I didn't know they had multicolor. It, it's not. Yeah. It's the LEDs that change color, they're, or the lenses. They're not, they're not Cyclones either. They're they're little oval buttons. Uh, so it's not. It, their their six light setup is comes with different lights. At least on the on the KC web uh, KC highlights website. Now, you may see other kits like on Amazon or something like that. I'm actually on the manufacturer's website. Yeah, no, right that's where now. I was looking at it. But anyway, my point was going to be, and, I'm, and this may be wrong. I'll have to go back and check it. But on the outside chance that I'm right, the six uh, Cyclone uh, V2 kit uh, with the wiring harness was over $300. But I priced uh, six uh, Cyclone V2s, this, the lights themselves, for uh, I think it was around $186. And also, too, KC Highlights uh, does free shipping over a certain dollar amount. I think it's like over 50 bucks. So right. even though I priced these things on Northridge 4x4 with the Jeep Talk Show discount code, yeah. um, uh, that uh, the, the six lights I was looking at getting was only uh, about like 2 or $3 less. So to me, that's important oh, because dang. that means a dealer's website is making yeah. you a really good deal because the Northridge 4x4 uh, site, they have wonderful deals there, especially when you use the, the Jeep Talk Show code. So uh, go to the, the KC Highlights website and price these things. Uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed whenever I go to order the, the lights. That's where I'm going to go uh, and just get it straight from the manufacturer. Not a bad idea, Tony. Good, uh, good job on the research there, too, by the way. Well, it was half-ass at best because I got the wrong well, lights. As far as pay, three <laughs> bucks is three bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> so, Chuck, you, you're doing, uh, uh, <laughs> Chuck is going, oh, what, what? Uh, you're doing uh, uh, yeah. rock lights well, on, your, on your scrambler, aren't you? Yeah, we, we've, we've done rock lights since I was in high school. Yeah, but we, we never bought any of the fancy little puck lights that go inside your wheel well so you can see what the inside of your I tire looks like. It's on the side of the semi-truck. Yeah, all, all we did is uh, we actually put them in, in the center of the Jeep, and it, uh, we crisscross them, and then uh, we actually used real KC lights and put them oh, into dang. the frame, and then we crisscross them so... On the passenger side, it will actually shine over to the driver, and it's always a flood, so you actually get a giant flood. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then the one on the driver's side would crisscross underneath to the passenger side, and you just have four lights mm. kind of crisscrossing against your corners. And you guys have seen it down in Texas. You saw mm -hmm. my Jeep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, and, quite a little light underneath it. And it's Chuck, with two lights. And Chuck, I bet you know about this. Uh, so I found out something new on the roundtable episode where they were talking about. Um, well, Wendy, I bet you know the name of this. What is it? The uh, follow lights that people will put on their on their Jeeps. Uh, so, or I guess any what? off road, any off road vehicle, where uh, like if you're in a dusty environment, you have lights on the back of your Jeep, usually up high. Oh, okay. Oh, you're I don't talking know about the a, name like a of it. rear light bar, no, RLB. No, no, it's a, it's. It, I think they call uh, it nope. follow it's, light. They're, so uh, they're they're orange. Yeah. So you can see orange lights and dust. 
and I, I actually have them on the scrambler. Yes, they're they're orange lights, and I have a special switch that I can either put my rear rock lights on, which are of course clear, or if we're out in a dusty area, I can flip it. It's a three-way switch. The you know, center is off. Down is orange. Up is white. So if we're in a dusty area, I can just go down, and because uh, you can't you can't illuminate dust, right? right. That's stupid. So they are orange, and orange lights are for following. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I you found can actually see orange more than right. It yep. cut it cuts through the, because of our uh, eyes being more tuned for yellow and amber than anything else. So uh, the, uh, the I thought this was cool. So that's something that you might want to add in your rock light, uh, Josh. Although it's not technically a rock light, you can use no, these lights for follow lights. That allow people to see you on the trail, so that you can see where where people are in a dusty environment. Yeah, primarily used in the in the racing industry. I actually went through a uh, an install of a uh, of a chase light on a side by side race car here recently. So the point here is is that these lights they can be used as rock lights, but there's a multitude of other uses, including uh, under hood lighting. They Casey actually makes an under hood lighting kit with the Cyclone V2s. Now, I, I had time uh, with Chuck uh, talking to go back and look, and yes, uh, the the kit that I was looking at on KC, Cyclone V2 LED 6-like rock light kit, is $319.99, so my, uh, my uh, gamble at being right paid off. So uh, I purchased, I mean, I'm lo- I looked at purchasing the lights individually, and it was like 186 bucks compared to 319 And I certainly, I mean, that's a lot of wires and a lot of relays that you could buy for the price difference between those two things. So, uh, I mean, but it is great if you want a ready-made kit and you perhaps don't have an auxiliary uh, uh, switch panel to, to tie into. You know, Tony. Yes, sir. Um, the Jeep originally had underhood lights. Uh, if you get an old enough Jeep, and we're like way before plastic, the headlight will actually flip around. So on my 41 and on my 44, uh, either three of you guys can Google it and put it on the show notes because I'm I'm not going to do that. Um, you just undo a wing nut, and it is actually the the headlights in a carrier that you flip up, and then you can adjust it to the carburetor side or the um, ignition side of your engine and work right off your headlights i know that's pretty cool i know exactly what you're talking about and it was on the military version jeeps correct the 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 ones that the the, the army used yeah and the really cool thing was about a week ago somebody sent me a picture of one of those things and i was like well how do you tie it down and he didn't know and I said, well, I'm going to check with Chuck. And then I did a Google search, and I saw the, a picture with that wing nut and thing. And I was thinking, this is great, because now you have this utility vehicle that's in a war environment, and all you have to do is unscrew the light that's already there and flip it over. And now you now can I'm look and see what a, you're doing. I'm watching a 36-second a video uh, on YouTube right now of a 1945 World War II Willys Jeep headlight to engine inspection light operation. Yep. I'll uh, go ahead and post a link of this in the show yep. notes for this episode, and uh, you yourself can see what yep. we're talking about in action. And now you can uh, just spend 60 bucks, do the same thing, and no wing nuts involved. <laughs> no wing. Yeah, that, that changed in uh, yeah that changed 1946 when they went from the 9-slat to the 7-slat. And they went from a small headlight to the larger, uh, what is it, your standard seven-inch headlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. they made it where they are. They you cannot do it. Nineteen forty-six is when it went away. Oh, that's a shame. It, I thought that was a great idea. It's wonderful. 
Hey guys, it's Bob, your Jeep Jeep guys. First, I want to welcome Chuck to the very large and loving community of Overlanding. Can't wait to see his Overlanding Gladiator. He's going to put that custom <laughs> bed on and stuff. That's going to look amazing, I'm sure. <laughs> Second is, on the Carolina Squat thing that you guys covered, anything that's not safe, you shouldn't do it and take it on the road. If you Otherwise, if you want to do it, knock yourself out. It's your vehicle. You yeah. do whatever you want. But I cannot see a vehicle that's got the Carolina Squat and think of anything other than a dog dragging its ass across the yard. <laughs> yes, I can Bob. Think of yes. When I see one of those vehicles going down the road. Uh, <laughs> and the last thing is talking about trucks and trailers and tying down your loads and, and everything. I got a question for Chuck here. This is off the old school CDL uh, test way back in the day. <laughs> and it is you're pulling triples down wolf creek pass so you look triples. back you see that front trailer slipped off yes. your plate what do you do a slow down and hope it'll slide back on b speed up and hope you can outrun it <laughs> c just keep going normal and hope nobody notices or d wake up old waldo in the sleeper because he ain't never seen a wreck like the one you're about to have <laughs> all right guys thanks talk to you later Whoop, hang all on. Of, I gotta start over a lot. All of the above. <laughs> well, what do you do, Chuck? So so Bob is actually talking about a song by C.W. McCall. And uh I'll let everyone just look it up. I don't know the name of it, but C.W. McCall oh, sing was it kind for of us. A, an old uh <laughs> I have it in my head, and it's actually a lot of background singing and it's pretty damn funny. Um <laughs> I, if, if, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, it is C.W. McCall. But anyhow, yeah, you just uh, you wake up your your second and you kind of go, you ain't never going to see this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. Bob's Bob's a good guy, and Bob, it's I'm not a fad type guy. I don't know. I mean, I've met a couple of the listeners and a couple of the hosts. Uh, I am not a fad person, so it's called camping. It's not fucking overlanding. It's camping. You throw your <laughs> shit in your Jeep and you go out to the woods. Okay? It's called fucking camping, for Christ's sake, Bob. I love you, bro. It's called camping. No, no. wait a minute. You Damn say it. you're not a fad kind of guy, but you won't uh, reshape the bill of your hat. So you're going with a flat bill look that all the kids are doing these days. <laughs> That's not a fad? When you, go, <laughs> when you go to the hat store, what shape is the bill? Uh, it's a shipping shape. That's how they ship it. And then when you get it and own it, exactly. you so modify it to your own designer. <laughs> no, no. You put it on your head. <laughs> some of them are turned and some are flat. I mean, hell, it is what it is. It's You can tell that somebody care. goes, this guy doesn't know. He just took this out of the box and he didn't know to shape the bill. The, the, how does the, the Bugs Bunny yeah. thing go? The, she's, a, she's a flat like your head, and they smash the, the, the mallet on the head. I know. A timely reference, Josh. <laughs> From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, Chuck, you said that in the event of an EMP event, that you will be so happy that the internet is down. Uh, Chuck, I, I think you need to rethink that. <laughs> There's a few reasons why we need the internet. 
Number one is the pornography, Chuck. Think of the pornography. And without the internet, we won't be able to get online and order Jeep parts, so our Jeeps will be utterly useless. And without the internet, we won't be able to get on forums and find the answers to stuff like, will these tires fit with my lift? <laughs> and Randy from Florida, you called in and you said that that Kenny G guy was awful. I agree with you. I seen him in concert and he told this awful joke. This kid at the playground made a business out of tying other people's shoes. Yeah, it was a not-for-profit. Oh, my God. I know. He's so lame. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later, and you have a good one. Bye. Blaming the jokes on other people. I like that. That's yeah. that's quality right there. Pass the buck. <laughs> okay. And, and just a quickie here, old Nikki G., Nobody in their right mind buys Jeep parts offline. Everybody knows you get it from Craigslist. Wait, Craigslist is online. Oh. You get it from the classifieds in, in the Nickelads. Yeah, that's right. You get it from the fashion fisher ever. <laughs> Parking out. <laughs> Damn it. Hey, Josh, this is Matt over here at the House of Dawn. Just want to let you know that your 12 inch is back ordered. But. That you know your way around gongs, I will go ahead and up your order to a 15-inch and get it right out to you with no extra cost. I know you're going to love it. Yes! Counter-coated black for free. Once you see the way this deluxe model swings once you smack it, Ooh. you'll never go back. Now, I know being a famous guy, you can get any kind of gong you want, but I'm proud that you chose ours. So, thanks a lot. Be seeing you. That is hilarious. <laughs> So we just released uh, this past Thursday a, an interview with Mike Wait. Hallmark. <laughs> Sorry, man. I've got to put a pause in there. <laughs> I know you're all kinds of excited this uh, this week. You're going to have to have to put some, I don't know, puppy downers in your, in your coffee. <laughs> exactly. I'm getting enough sleep now, so it's uh, this is the, the result. So uh, with Mike Hallmark of HellwigProducts.com, and I appreciate somebody listening to the interview and then pointing out on the Discord server that it's Hedwig. Uh, the, the Harry Potter connection, not Hellwig, the owl that would uh, deliver the mail for uh, mm-hmm. Harry Potter, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, you yeah. guys all are nerds. <laughs> so somebody, I think it was Bob that posted the head wig in the picture, and I said, I don't care if she's wearing a wig or not. So anyway, uh, coming, <laughs> coming up next Thursday, I'm sorry, Chris, episode 689, I'm sorry? Wednesday. Thank you. Chris, uh, and, and, and see if I'm getting this right. I'm really trying these days. Heinrich? Hen- Henrich. Henrich? Maybe Hen- Henrich? Henrich. So, so I thought Henrichs too. So I'm going to go with that one. Chris Henrichs, gtops.com. That's no P. So J-E-E, tops.com. Like that's going to keep him out of a lawsuit. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's like, enjoy the view with your top on. Because what they do is they take your Freedom Top and cut it out and put this really nice, clear polycarbonate. Uh, and I'm, I'm probably getting that wrong. But we're having that interview. You're going to learn a lot about it. And, man, what a fabulous product this was. Because normally I would just say, you know, what a, why would I want something that's clear and I can see how this stuff is like factory quality grade. It's really, really nice. Find out more about it next Thursday, episode 689gtops.com. And you know, go to gtops.com right now and check it out. Enjoy the view with your top on. Is yeah, that, is that was that right? Yeah, you know, you're That's... always going to enjoy the view better when Tony has his top on. <laughs> oh yes, here, here. <laughs> hey, uh, meatloaf was very popular in Fight Club. I'll just say. <laughs> 
Hey, Jeep Talk Show fellows, fellers, and fillets. That's including you, too, Chuck. <laughs> uh, this is WJ Chris. I just wanted to let you guys know the update on the WJ. Uh, the 4.7 did drop a valve seat on cylinder one. Oh. I got the head off while I was in the room, room on Tuesday. And at the end of the show, <laughs> it came off. Uh, it's in pretty bad shape. So right now I'm looking for parts. Uh, I did want to call because I missed the whole conversation about the rock lights. And on my YouTube channel, I have a video on what I did with a set of rock lights on my XSW uh, KK. And it's at my YouTube channel, WJ Chris as well, with a K, not a CH. And uh, I just wanted to put that out there. I put it in the Discord so everybody could see it. And that way, uh, if you're part of the Discord, you can go watch it. If not, become a Discord member, and then you can go watch it there. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Now i got to go see if I can win those tires because i got to spend money on <laughs> motor parts. <laughs> Bye. A plethora of plugs. Thank you very much, Chris. So uh, I was laughing because uh, Chris was actually out in the driveway during the roundtable because we have a Zoom meeting and during the roundtable on Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. And uh, we released that, that episode on Wednesday, uh, 684, I believe it was. And uh, he was out in the driveway, but he was listening to the show uh, play in the garage. So we would say something about what he was doing out there. What's that fluid leaking out underneath the, the WJ? And he would have <laughs> oh, to stop no. what he was doing, walk the 20 feet over to the phone or whatever it was he had on the Zoom meeting and talk Poor to guy. us. <laughs> Didn't get anything <laughs> oh done, did he? Gosh. <laughs> God dang it. So there's all kinds of fun that you guys are missing out, including the hosts here, because none of the hosts uh, ever show up to these uh, Zoom meetings. And, uh, yeah, because you were the right and you were bitching there. And you were bitching about it because when Jim Morrison was on, if I had known, if we come to everyone, I, I was on. I was on that. Episode. Oh, that's right. You were there briefly. Yeah, yeah. I was there for the last fifteen minutes of it. <laughs> All right. So you don't know what you're missing whenever you miss the roundtable. We have a lot of fun, and uh, uh, you might actually get uh, updates on uh, SEMA builds. Uh, yeah, they're all. Oh yeah, there. yeah. There's some uh, inside information uh, pictures that get shared every now and again, and some live video sometimes. Uh, so yeah, really cool stuff there. Yep, very cool. Chris, I've got three things to say for you, buddy. Four B T. <laughs> Throw one of those in there, and you'll never have an issue again. And you'll probably have the coolest plastic grocery getting Jeep thingy out there. If you throw a 4BT and a WJ, bro, you would be the shit in this guy I'd out be there. Like the only one, dude. That'd be cool as hell. All hell. Cool. And you've got the suspension for it. Oh yeah. No, if that thing can hold up a V8, it can hold up that. Yeah. You must have needed this every day. I need it! It's the Jeep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep. Whether backing out of the driveway, the parking spot of the mall, or backing down off that obstacle at night on the trail, well, you need to see what is behind your Jeep. And I swear to God, if you say, well, that's what my backup camera is for, I'm going to beat you with a length of rubber hose. <laughs> the best way to see behind you at night is with lumens. Let's face it, backup camera lenses can fog up, get dirty and restrict clean and clear vision. Heck, they can even fail it sometimes. 
And that is assuming your Jeep even has a backup camera to begin with. Millions of Jeeps out there are without this technology. So let's get back to doing things the old-fashioned way. You know, by opening our eyes and turning our effing heads. That, that still won't do you any good with the lackluster reverse lighting found on virtually every single Jeep ever made. So, here is where the aftermarket steps in with a proven solution. More light. I know I had Tony right there. <laughs> those two words. What but is it, what is it you say, Chuck? I got a half chub. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but adding a set of auxiliary lights to the back of the Jeep means wiring and using tools that you may not have. Just being honest here, vehicle wiring is not for everybody. And we've all seen examples of something that was wired up in a Jeep that leaves you wondering just how the hell it's not on fire already. But you've got to go find the find and then mount the lights, buy the wiring, a fuse holder, run a power wire, maybe even hook up a relay, mount a switch, run all the wires, clean and nicely, and hope you didn't screw anything up. Well, I can help you with everything but the light choice. Once you've got your cube lights picked out or whatever auxiliary lighting devices that you've chosen for this task, it's time to wire them up. And here is a plug-and-play system that makes it as easy as, well, well plug-and-play. Quadratech, out of all people, has a backup light harness that makes it super simple to add a pair of lights to work with your 2007 to 2018 Wrangler's stock backup lighting, giving you a brighter path to navigate. Their plug-and-play wiring harness turns on your choice of LED accessory lights in conjunction with your factory backup lights whenever your Jeep is just placed in reverse, without the need for an additional switch or relay or any custom wiring. The wiring that provided does attach to your left tail light lamp, allowing you to use a set of cube lights or any other lighting device as additional backup lights. By adding extra lights to the rear of your Jeep, you will see better at night while backing up, which can be very helpful both on and off the trails. Very cool. Lighting is very important, especially, well, you know, with the hurricane that just went through Florida, you can well imagine that being able to see on the road if you're driving uh, during or after that event, uh, especially at night, could be very important. Yeah, with all that wind blowing around and stuff, I mean, who knows what is behind you on that road that you just passed over you know, 15 seconds ago. Oh, crap, there's a tree that just blowed down in front of me. I got to back up. With all that wind going on, there could be a tree behind you as too. If you don't have the right kind of lighting in the back of your Jeep, well, you're not going to see that. You could end up doing some damage. Or a power line that's down and hot. Yeah, you're talking. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you must have this backup light harness for your own Jeep, we're going to make it very easy for you. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com. Look for the link in the show notes for episode 686. We'll get you all hooked up. And did I mention, this thing is only $30. Oh, wow. It's insane. Yeah. That's a great price. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, you know what else is great, Jeeper, is our Tuesday Roundtable episodes where we invite you, the listener, to join us, the hosts, for an episode of the Jeep Talk Show as we record it live around the world's biggest roundtable of nothing but Jeepers. Who knows, we might even have a guest appearance by some celebrity or something. We get somebody that pops into the Zoom room and the roundtable all the time. It's a lot of fun. It's very fun, actually. And it happens each and every single Tuesday. And you can join in this coming Tuesday. Seriously, though, head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. There you will find a link to sign up for our newsletter. In that newsletter is all the information you need to actually join in on the Tuesday Roundtable episodes. No VIP access, no pay-to-play, nothing like that. You listening to this for the very first time ever can join us as we record an episode. We encourage you to do it. It's a lot of fun. jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Sign up for the newsletter, and don't forget about every Tuesday, the Roundtable episodes with Jeep Talk Show. Josh, do I have time to mention our next uh, Roundtable guest? 
Oh, we have a guest that's scheduled for the roundtable? By all yep, means, yep, who yep. we got coming so, on? So, Carrie Porter uh, from Discover 4x4 Adventures uh, will be joining us for a, a guest uh, question and answer on the next roundtable episode. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun, especially for anybody out there planning some wheeling trips coming up. And uh, she's going to talk about the Rebel Rally as well. And there may be a few past Rebel Rally individuals, uh, ladies in the uh, the Zoom room that we can talk to. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's going to be a great conversation. That's going to be a good episode. Don't miss out on that one, Jeeper. You missed your opportunity, Josh. I, I laid that one up for you. I was expecting you to say no, but thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will try to, at the very least, make an appearance. You, I probably will not have my microphone on because I will be eating at that time. But, uh, but <laughs> well, as long as you do video so I can see what you're eating, I, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeeper, looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of the trail, but we've got another episode coming up right around the corner. Until then, be sure to consider becoming one of our highly respected infectious agents. Help spread the word about the Jeep Talk Show. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Remember, no matter what it is, the more unique it is, the harder it will be to fix it. Podcasting since 2010.